Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Hey! From 86. What a banger. In the key of A major at 110 beats per minute. Glass Tiger. So mixable. The KCLD Playhouse is powered up by Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. <laughs> Seeking justice for the injured. Are you laying on your bed? Just got broken up with. <laughs> Staring at the ceiling, wondering if this is life. And it was. <laughs> How many times those did you amazing, do that? I, Never once. Are you kidding I, me? I, ne- I never. Listen, when you've been dumped as many times as I have, never once did I just lay there and go. <sighs> just rolled off your back, Abe? It kind of did. That's good. Like, I just knew that there was... I always, this is going to sound so rotten, but I remember the very first time I ever got dumped. I think I was in like third or fourth grade mm-hmm. and my dad, like I was just, I remember coming home from school. Hey, how was work? You know, and then my dad comes home from work. Hey, well, how was school today? I'm like, I got, you know, Heather broke up with me and, uh, <laughs> and he goes, he goes, she wasn't that good looking anyways. Well, and whatever that makes was, you feel that better. That was always what I, you know, kind of leaned back on. I'd get dumped. I'm like, well, you weren't that hot anyways. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just always kind of where my head oh was. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. You would yell that at their face? When this wife leaves, that- I'm going to go, well, you weren't that hot anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know. It's a coping mechanism, I'm guessing. Is it? I, must be. I would just go buy a pack of smokes. <laughs> just go for a you're, long drive. Because you're, you're a classy lady. <laughs> but you know, I never I never was broken up with. So you're I don't always know the what breaker that, I don't know that. Feeling. So there's a hundred guys out there going, well, <laughs> you're not that hot anyways. <laughs> Do you remember the show Next on MTV? They would roll up in that oh, massive bus. and they'd all date the same person, right? Or, but they could, if they didn't like them, they could just chuck them right away? Is that what happened? Yeah, or the person that they were on a date with, the guy, the main guy or main girl, would say, mm, this isn't working out, head back to the bus. How many people <laughs> would be on that bus? Like five. Jeez. So I saw, I was scrolling through Facebook and someone posted, things were so much simpler in 2005. Ashley, age 20, collects Starburst wrappers, idolizes Bob Barker, and pooped in a box one time and mailed it to her ex-boyfriend. So it was like three facts. When they were getting off the bus, they'd pose at the door. Like Casey, 19, San Diego child archery champ, afraid of bananas, saved a guy from a burning car. Like, I, I remember watching those, and now I think back, like, how could I have invested any time in that? What show did you watch back in the day? And you're like, how did I even muscle through it? Uh, I'll tell you exactly how I muscled through a show (laughs) that I'm embarrassed to say I watched every chance I could. Yeah. Because I was at that point in a young man's journey. Oh, God. Was it anything with Jenny McCarthy? No. Oh. But when I bring this up, there is going to be a genuine swath of American men that are going to get the feels Blue. All right. When I mention this, because every guy that went through any male changes at this time in their life Uh watched this show for three and a half minutes every day. Odds are it was on MTV. Was it on MTV? Oh. This is where it's going to get you. All right. And guys, when I drop this on you, it is going to be a blast from the past that you likely haven't thought about in a long, long time, but it will give you a special feeling. And for the girls out there, if your man owns a DVD or ever watches any of these reruns on uh, YouTube, you know exactly what's going on, so don't walk in. I am intrigued and grossed out at the same time. But do you have a show that you used to watch back in the day? Like... MTV Spring Break, where that girl is on the beach, and then the guy walks up with a microphone. He's like, I have a bowl of hair, and we're going to put this melted butter in here, and if you can eat the whole hairball of butter, 
I'll give you this $20. And she's like, I'll do it. Next. I mean, it was so mindless. That's what I loved about MTV. They just pumped out for a good half a decade. So just stink bombs. I was just doing the math on this. A 30 minute television show usually has eight minutes of commercial. So you get 22 minutes of product. Mm hmm. So inside that 22 minutes, you probably had a 30-second montage to open the show, probably 45 seconds for the girl to say what she was all about, like yeah. the one that pooped in a box. Yeah. So really, say, let's just round it down. Let's say twenty. you have 20 minutes of content. You've got five guys on a bus who are all likely going to... Was it? Did they ever just date the first one that came off and then everybody else sat on the bus? No. You always got to the end, right? then they come out and they stand in front of the bus and then she has to like, or he has to break the news to the other four. Uh, didn't work with us, but Kelsey, you're my love match. You know, it was like... So usually... Disgusting. But You amazing. get about 20 minutes of content. There's five guys on a tour bus mm-hmm. all hoping to date this one girl. They get a chance to make a quick impression and do they... They show three minutes of a date, I would, I would assume. So I guess my big question is, like, what if, what if they get off the bus and they're starting to make a connection? Can they hang out with this girl for that whole, like, 15 minutes? Or do they only get, like, three or four minutes? Is it, like, speed dating? I have dating? no idea. It, it was a light years ago. Uh, other shows that I totally forgot about that people are texting in, Newlyweds, Megan said the Ashley Simpson, Simpson show. Uh, Room Raiders was actually Room kind Raiders. of fun. What, uh, what was that? Break that down. Was that where they would go into the have, potential dates room, right? Like if you want, if, if this and then guy you wanted, had to decide if you would match with them because of right? what was in his room. Like if he had yeah. Star Wars figures hanging from the ceiling, you were like, no, or like a swing in the corner. Right. Like, yes. <laughs> right. Uh, right. If you had romantic candles, maybe yeah. yes. Right. I loved my super sweet 16. I was like, how are these kids getting like six super sweet 16 parties that cost a hundred thousand dollars? But it'd be CeeLo's daughter. Cat, have you ever heard and this is the one that I watched without fail. I'm embarrassed about. But as a young man transitions into being a man-man. Am I going to have to Google it? There are, no, it? no. I'm going to show you the stars of this TV show. And this is when I really started getting into lifting weights. Yeah. And then really started getting into noticing giant-breasted women in so swimsuits. Okay. Uh, it was called body shaping. It was on ESPN. It would be on in the morning. Yeah. And uh, it would be hosted by women that look like that. Oh, man. Oh, my God. That is like so old. Yeah. It was. Look at how high up their bikini bottoms are. But that's hot again now, right? Kind of. Yeah. So what it was, was it was I think it was one guy who was maybe like an amateur or a, a, a pro bodybuilder. But he would and they would always have these exotic locations like in Hawaii. It'd be this one dude. And then there would be like five amazingly hot chicks. Yeah. All in bikinis working out. And I'm telling you, for the three minutes I watched that every day, it was the greatest three in the world. Three minutes, quite generous. Well, it's like, <laughs> well, you can't go in cold. I guess. Uh, but to any guy, if, I'm telling you, for any dude in your life, if you mention body shaping on ESPN and they tell you they didn't watch that. They're and lying. I, listen, I didn't get more fit ever. I didn't learn one. <laughs> I didn't learn one exercise on that show. Women are so different. You're looking at it. You're like, oh my god, that's so hot. I look at it like, what a tight shave. How <laughs> can they wear a bikini like that? Wow, am I jealous? Do you remember when we had Tila Tequila on and she was pushing her show, A Shot at Love? With yes, Tila I do Tequila? remember that. Yeah, that was painful. That was mind boggling. Well. 
Let's begin now. Let's get it. 602 and straight out of the blue of the Playhouse all over your radio. Welcome to the big show. How's Kat? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing well. It's uh, hard to believe that we're uh, just uh, eight days away from Thanksgiving here, huh? Isn't that wild? It seems like we were nine days away. It's like just yesterday. yesterday. It was the 4th of July. Yeah. Went to uh, the dentist yesterday. Yeah? At 2.30? No, at 4. And then before that, we had some time to kill between school and the dentist. And so I got all my Thanksgiving shopping done. Nice. Got that in the pantry on the floor. So we're all set to pull it out and make some delicious food. And that was that. Made pizza and salad last night. So that was really good. How many people you have up for Thanksgiving? Well, I did the count last night. I think we're going to be at 12, which is a healthy amount of mouths to feed. Who will booze the hardest? Me. (laughs) (laughs) I will. And grandma. I think grandma and grandpa. So uh, will grandma be more of like a white wine spritzer kind of? She's a red wine. Red wine. With all her teeth. (laughs) I'll take some more over here. And we know your grandfather's a fan of the blue moon, so you had to stock up on that. Who, Who else will booze at Thanksgiving? Because uh, your dad's not a big drinker, right? And your mom isn't a drinker. My dad has never had a drop of alcohol. My That's mom remarkable. is a drinker in Mexico. Okay. There's like Mexico Jen. She's so fun and cool. And then she'll get back <laughs> here and have a sip of the same drink that she uh, couldn't downs. get enough of down there. Right. Yeah. And then she'll have a sip here and she's like, oh my God, I'm so drunk. I'm, so <laughs> drunk. I'm like, you're such a poser. So. How about your sister? Will she get after it? No. She doesn't no. do gummies? Um, No, probably not. I don't know. Maybe. How about your brother, your other brother? Casey, will he get after Casey it? Casey will have like a couple of Guinness. Yeah, I was going to say he seems like a, a, a top shelf guy. Like he's a Guinness guy or a bourbon guy, huh? Yeah, he's pretty, pretty classy. How about Casey's like wife, the woman that wore white to your wedding? What will she drink? Jan. Uh, she'll probably have a claw. Yeah? Yeah. Get after but it? She's like a water girl, yeah. you know, a claw and a water girl. But she's bringing, she's bringing the deviled eggs. So. And we know your husband doesn't drink. And so uh, I'm just like, this is because every Thanksgiving I've ever been to has been, you know, there's, there's, you have to have a large quantity of alcohol. Yeah. And uh, except for yours, like you just said, I mean, you made a quick stop at the liquor store and you're covered. Um, Yeah, but I make everybody bring what they want. A bottle. Oh, wow. And then, <laughs> so you got and then they leave it here. Yeah. It, it's smart. something I learned a few years ago and I'm like, this is brilliant. I like this that. is brilliant. Well done. Yeah. Uh, I got in a workout yesterday. I got, you know what is uh, really weird is I had a, a Gustavus sweatshirt on as I was working out yesterday and this woman, I saw her just kind of look over at me like two or three times and it was weird because I thought maybe I had stolen like her bench. Yeah. And she was kind of that look of like, mm. and, uh, and then she comes over and I pull up my earbud and she's like, my son just graduated from there. And I was like, I am so old. Yeah. And uh, she's like, that, that's Gustavus, right? And I'm like, yeah, we'll see where it says Gustavus right here. And uh, <laughs> You're such a jerk. I don't know was, why people choose to talk I didn't, to you. I didn't know that uh, it, it feels, it's because this is such a, like St. John, St. Ben's territory and St. Cloud State territory. Yeah. That like, I never thought that that was like such a regional thing. Yeah. Like if you get this far north of the cities, everywhere this far west, I guess, that people are like, Gustavus, that's so far away. They treat it like it's, uh, you know, the University of Texas or something. Yeah. So that was the highlight of my yes, uh, Did day yesterday. Did you tell her you didn't graduate from there? I just said uh, I spent many, many, many <laughs> wonderful hours at that fine institution. Yeah. And then we went down to Anoka yesterday, had some hockey. and uh, You know, that's literally like two blocks from my parents' house. That that's hockey where? arena sucks. Yeah, it's, it's a bit really, of a butthole. It's <laughs> really, really, really dank. You know what's and, weird uh, is they made all those amazing imp- improvements to like the baseball fields and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. They're killer. But then they decided to spend their money on that monstrosity of like uh, when you walk into Anoka High School, it's like a big maroon wave overhang. 
and it's the ugliest thing it's I've ever cool seen. Though. But how much money did they spend on that when they could have updated know, the ice arena? Whatever. I'm not know. in charge. I'm not. Uh, it might be because the team sucks too that I'm so uh, disenchanted with the whole oh, thing. Sure, but that's no, nice. what are you going to do? We were uh, shocked when we found out that Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield yes. have teamed up to sell cannabis infused gummies, and the commercial is priceless. What is this? I got you your ear. No, it's not. I forgot to tell you the gummies are shaped. Like Evander Holyfield's nod-off ear from the fight with Mike right. Tyson. What is this? I got you your ear. No, it's not. This ain't my ear. Yes, it is. Cherry pie punch. My ears don't taste like cherry pie. Yes, they do. Man, they don't. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Why I ate your ear, I should know. <laughs> well, you're right. right. Holy... that they can put their differences aside. You know you're seeing that with a lot of older men. They're like, life is too short. Who was it? Um, That was feuding A-Rod and Jeter. um, Jeter. They're like, life is too short. We're getting older. Remember those feelings that we had that were great for each other, even though I don't think Tyson and Vander Holyfield ever had good feelings for each other. Well, they were super competitive guys, and Mike just snapped. I mean, Mike Tyson, by the way, is wired so much differently than 99.9% of the if, people. If you haven't watched Mike. His early childhood was so traumatic, so you can tell why he spent, you know, ended he up like this. He was only set up to fail, like from First, the get-go. to succeed. He was taught to be a man-eater, yeah. and that was it. That's all he was taught to do was survive and kill. That was crazy. But when I saw that, I'm like, listen, if they can get over their differences— if Evander Holyfield can be like, mm, yeah, you might have taken a bite out of my you body, my but it is what it is. You know, let's chalk it up to a uh, a lesson learned. But I, we threw it out there. Like, have you ever gotten over a big feud with somebody and now you're okay? And Lisa had texted us and we said, can you come on? She's on three. Okay. And tell us about what went down with the feud that you were in. And I don't know if I... I'm a big enough person to just like a nutshell of what she texted us. So we're going to have her let you know what went down. One of my favorite commercials is now with Evander Holyfield, who had part of his ear bitten off by Mike Tyson in a world championship fight years and years ago. They have now teamed up to sell THC infused gummies in the shape of Evander Holyfield's not off ear. Oh my god! For profit. Now, if you don't think that's giggable, uh, gigg- giggleable, and funny, their interaction in the commercial makes it even better. What is this? I got you your ear. No, it's not. This ain't my ear. Yes, it is. Cherry pie punch filling. My ears don't taste like cherry pie. They do. Man, they don't. Yes, they do. Why I ate your ear, I should know. <laughs> well, you're right. right. Holy... So that's what it's called is holy ears. Yeah. So if you want to, you know, get a gummy that'll get you buzzed. In the shape of Evander Holyfield's ear. And now was it cherry, cherry pie punch? Yeah, but we were thinking, wow, like they got over that feud. That's a big one. I don't you know, know if I could forgive somebody for gnawing off part of my body. Yeah, that, that was a dirty fight. But they both said, mm, let's call it a truce and move on. Have you had to do that with somebody in your life? No, I just after, move on. I don't call truces. After a big feud. You can, you know, you can apologize, but it probably isn't going to get you very far. I believe in forgiving, but not forgetting. Uh, I, I grudges. do that. I Keeps me it. honest. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Keeps you salty. Oh, I so, like it that way. Yeah.
Uh, now, hey, I appreciate you hanging, Lisa. Uh, we got a feud that we need to know about, right? Yeah, so this is my best friend of, uh, you know, several years. Um, we're, like, closer than ever now. But um, years back, um, she slept with my ex uh, and my, my kid's dad. Um, and then the one time that she slept with him, she actually ended up getting pregnant by him. Oh. Um, so, yeah, so, so now we both have kids uh, by the same guy. Um, but the crazy thing is she actually convinced him to stop paying me child support um, while, uh, you know, when my kid was younger. So, you know, for years I, I was just struggling. We we didn't have, a, like, a lot of money. I was working working several jobs to make ends meet, make sure there was food on the table for my kid. Um, but, you know, now my ex is out of the picture for both of us, so we, we've sort of bonded over that. But don't you look at her every time you see her and go, you slept with the guy that I was with and— also- capable of doing all that and convinced him to short me thousands of dollars how do you forgive someone like that i mean i wouldn't trust her around another guy but you know he's he's kind of uh he's another story so we've been able to she's the one person who understands all the the stuff i hate about him so so perfect example of like you can forgive but you'll never forget or trust Exactly. And it's really important. Now these these boys are half siblings, you know. I think oh, that it's yeah. nice that they're in each other's lives. That's so that's call. mature yeah, of exactly. you. You had the the exactly. upper hand in this whole situation too. Yeah, I mean I think I did. I got away from him before she did. <laughs> Fair enough. Wake up, wake up with the playhouse. So now, you can fight with another girl, but then rebond over the hate of a man. You know, I've that's never That's how that works. I guess Ben friends or related to anybody that has done me wrong like that. I guess I'm fortunate like that, but some people A lot of people aren't. have, and it usually starts with money or love. Yes. You know what I mean? Don't mess Those with somebody's money. She doesn't want me to say her name, but she is currently dating. She got divorced two years ago, and now she's dating again. That's gotta be crazy to try and get back in the dating game at this point. She hates it. She hates it. But um, she's currently dating this guy. Been about a month and a half, and um, he has two kids. She has a kid. And she's like, you know what's something like really weird that he does? And she's trying to get over it being a turnoff because he is a nice guy. I met him at lunch uh, a week and a half ago, actually. And he calls his parents by their first name. Well, just wait. How old is he? They're, I forget how old she is, 38. I think he's older. I think of course he's you call 40s. your parents by the first name. When you get older, When you, you get do? into your 30s or 40s, don't you? I couldn't. You never call oh, her Mary right. Ann. Guess, what are guess, you talking yeah, about? I always call my parents mom and dad. Never yeah. mind. So is that's a that's a weird thing, right? I would call my dad Gary in public to get his attention. Yeah. Because it always felt like when I got older, like I'd come back from college, and if we were ever out somewhere, it, would, it felt weird going, hey, dad. So I'd yeah. go, Gary, like to get his attention. Yeah. But, uh, boy, and I had call, I called him coach. For, like, that was not a thing. Uh-huh. I could not call him dad. When I played for him, had to, had to be coach. Okay. Yeah, I, I could, he didn't want it on a different level than anyone else. Yeah. And, uh, but I never set those rules for my kids. I don't know why, but I, I just didn't think it was that big of a deal. But I, yeah, maybe I don't think I ever did call him by their first name. You know, my friend Kelly called her mom, Mary, a lot in high school. I thought that that was really weird. That She'd weird. yell mom in her face, like when she wanted something, but <laughs> she mom! would yell, she would say, she would say Mary, but then she'd call her dad, dad. And they were her full blood mom and dad. I thought you don't that, call that your was mom really Jen, do you? No. You're, re- you're referring to her in the third person. You say Jennifer. Yeah. You don't say my mom. Right. So I was like, mm, you might have to get over it. If you like him a lot 
and that's your only turnoff. Are they re- there? There is uh, his biological parents. Yes. Like he's not uh, I, adopted that was or my something. First question. That's what I would think. Like if you're adopted, maybe you get to a point where you call or they're like a, a step parent. I get not calling them dad if they're not your real father. Are you calling your biological parents that raised you from the get go by their first names? So he calls them Bill and Susan. That's their names. I think it's odd. I don't know if it'd be a turnoff. I mean, I know a lot bigger things that would be turned off so you're dating. It's not like selfishness or bad hygiene or laziness or, you know, short tempers. He just calls them by their first name. Or shooting heroin at the dinner table. Sure, that would be a big one. Good, how are you? Great, thank you. I appreciate you being on the show and calling in for this. We were talking about Kat's friend who's now, uh, after a divorce, getting back into the dating world. And she finds a really nice guy. Seems like everything's going well, but she can't get over the fact that he calls his parents by their first name. So that's like her turn off. Well, I told her, I said, if that is the only thing, I think that's a you problem. You got to kind of get over that. What's your big turn off when you were dating Becca or maybe you are right now? Uh, well, I mean, I'm married now, but I mean, I remember like dating in like even my early 20s video games. If you're a grown man playing video games, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That is huge. If you don't have time to get off your butt and do your laundry or clean your house, or I don't know, be an adult, but you have time to sit down and play Call of Duty. Yeah. That is a problem. So that was your hang up. If they didn't have any of that done, but they had time to game, that was a problem. But if they had everything I mean, anything. Done, like if they're if they're putting that as like their first priority, they're like, eh, well, I really yeah. like to play video games. And I'm like, but okay, but do you need to? Don't you think there's something else that maybe we could do instead of me sitting here watching you play video yeah. games. There's I mean, an unhealthy, man. an unhealthy percentage of men that have given up their jobs and relationships to play that video game. Yep. Absolutely. And it's just like, I get it. If you're like 15 or 16 years old, because that's who they're designed <laughs> for is kids. But if you're like in your 20s, 30s, and you're still like dedicating an unreasonable amount of time to playing video games, that's insane to me. Yeah, I'm on that tip where it's like if you don't have your responsibilities taken care of and maybe it's the end of the night and everybody is in bed, kids are yes, bathed, and can't sleep. And that's the thing. I, I have no problem if you play video games at all. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're putting like bigger things before playing these video games, even like men with kids that are like, eh, well, my wife has it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm busy. No. Those are the guys that say, I got to babysit my kids this weekend. That drives me crazy. Okay, guys, we're just doing man bashing right now. Let's everybody pump the brakes. (laughs) We started. I blacked out. Becca, I can't even tell you how quickly of a vapor vapor trail would be out the door if I ever told my wife, hey, why don't you just come watch me video game? She would be gone before. Before I got the game started. There are a lot of TikToks with girls that'll just lay there on the bed and like scroll through their phone while their man games. I'm like, you got to have a talking to by your mom and dad. I think you're going to win today, Becca. I appreciate that sound, it. That sounds disgusting. Yeah. You're the best. Have a great morning. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. Hey, we have other uh, ones. T- go ahead. Bad spelling, punctuation when texting. Jamie says long fingernails on a dude. No way. No thanks. Bye. Tammy, what are we talking about here? That big turn on when you were dating? One or turn of off? Turn offs for anybody is if they're mean to the waiter or they're mean to like staff people or anything like that. If you're mean like that, you're not a good person. So you're That's going back to off. like ini- initially the first date. If they're rude on a first date to the, the wait staff, then that's a huge turn off. Yeah. You know what's exhausting? is not knowing how many people really care for you or want to talk to you until the Taylor Swift tickets get jammed up on the internet. 
And everybody yeah. and your friend, hey, what about those Taylor tickets? Hey, you got any Taylor tickets? Hey, even your own mother came begging. I know. And even my brother, because his wife is such a huge fan of Taylor Swift. And um, right before that, he was like, yeah, I listen to NPR every day when I drive. <laughs> and I'm like, You're, you if can- I had a sibling or like a, a close family member on the radio, I would listen every single day. I that's don't know the, where the loyalty lies with, the other in my thing family. About our business is, uh, I'll, I'll meet someone for the first time. So I, I, uh, I, Trisha's uncle had passed away, so we went to his like visitation thing yeah. on Saturday, and walk in. There's a bunch of people we know, and Trisha's mom introduces me to uh, like her cousin. Hey, have you met him before? I'm like, no. And, uh, and he goes, oh, you're on the radio, right? Yeah. And I go, yeah, yeah, that's what I, I do, you know, morning show. And he goes, yeah, I don't listen. It's not my type of music. I love that. And so I, I go, I go, I go what, do you, what do you do? And he goes, he goes, oh, you know, I, I, I sell vehicles. I, I'm a car salesman. Yeah, I go, like, oh, gosh, I hate cars. They're I, horrible. I go, what brand? And he goes, Ford. I go, God, I really only love Chevrolet. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I'm like, we have the only business in the world where you can meet someone the first time and they tell you your ass. Isn't that crazy? And, 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 and they, they feel like they need to tell you they don't like the music you play. Yeah. And I go, I don't, I don't like some of the music we play, but the, the majority of our audience does. Yeah. You got to shut the hell up. <laughs> I didn't want to say it to him because we're at this guy's memorial service. Yeah. But I just, I, and every time I'd see this guy, I'm looking sideways at him. I'm like, what possesses you? Like, if you ever meet somebody and like, what do you do? Oh, I'm a chef at this really popular restaurant. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. You, you, in no other business do you do that. I know. In no other business do you meet somebody and he goes, what do you do? Oh, uh, well, I'm a, I'm a finance. I, I probably work in have finance. that conversation. I hate money. Once a week, I think. Once a week. Just like uh, if someone acceptable. starts to ask you what you do and then they're like, oh, I hate that. How long has been your longest nap that you can remember? So if I got home at like 11 from work, I would probably sleep five hours, to be honest with you. So my son would be going down. My friend Blaine, you know how I had that cough for like five or six weeks? Yes. He had the same thing. He actually went into the doctor for it. I did the the online thing where I actually video chatted with, uh, I think, a nurse practitioner. Mm -hmm. And she went through my symptoms and she said, you're sure it's not COVID? I said, yep, I took the home test. And she said, it's just going to be something that's that's viral that is going to have to run through you. And eventually it was all gone. He went to the doctor. He got diagnosed with bacterial bronchitis. Oh, no. So yeah, they gave him a prescription for it. He ran out of his prescription. He started taking Mucinex nighttime. Mm-hmm. So he does mornings like we do. Went home after uh, after his shift. He said he slept Monday from 2 p.m., until 3 a.m. Tuesday for 13 hours. His body was shutting down. That was like Derek. You and Derek had the same constant, annoying cough. And mine wasn't. He was the worst part. For a month and a half. The worst part about mine is I would work out and I wouldn't get short of breath, but I would talk and I would go to take another breath and I couldn't get enough in and it it would trip me up and I'd have to cough. Yeah. So he's calling it the Mega Nap. He's telling everyone about this. He's like, did you hear about the Mega Nap? Have you heard about my Mega Nap? Like yeah. they just walking around telling people, yeah. hey, how's it going? Did you hear about my Mega Nap? I thir- 13, 13 hours he slept. That's a long time. But when he said he you woke sleep up. like that, you're, it's like when you chug water, your body is already dehydrated. His body was probably shutting down. 13 hours. That sounds amazing. He said he woke up <laughs> and he felt like a brand new man. And he doesn't have the cough anymore. Hmm. It took his body that long to purge whatever was still virally in him yeah. and get over it. His antibodies took over and they kicked it out. Wow. That's so good though. I wanted to go fishing. Your longest nap, a nap, not a nighttime sleep, but the longest nap, you're saying five hours? Yeah. Yep. 
Which I, is an average night's sleep for some people. So Remember when we used to do our show on Black Friday at the mall? Yeah. There was one Black Friday that uh, Trish and the kids were still at her parents, or maybe my parents, whatever the deal was. But we came up here, we did the show until, what, 10? We left the mall, maybe. And uh, there was nobody at my house. And I went home, and it was 10.30, maybe, right? And yeah. uh, I had some leftover turkey from Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I sat at the table by myself. I had two pieces of turkey, a little stuffing and gravy. I had one Miller Lite, and I went to sleep probably at 11 that morning, and I slept until the next day at 6 a.m. That is crazy. So I slept, so that's what, 6 and thir- that was that's 19 hours. Didn't even get up to use the bathroom. Didn't get up to pee, to do nothing. I didn't care where my family was. I might have not even set the alarm. Wow. It was me and the cat. Yeah. Just laying it's there. never happened again. Never happened. That's the longest nap I've hmm. ever taken. So beat that. Can you beat my friend Blaine's mega nap? He says 13 hours. He went from 2 p.m. Monday to 3 a.m. Tuesday. What's trending? What's trending? Oh, what's trending today, Kat? Trending today and start thinking about things you were late to the game to. All right. Things that you look back, you're like, man, why wasn't I on it? But this woman, she's going viral for literally being the last person to try pumpkin spice latte this fall. Everybody got on it the day it came out. I got my first pumpkin spice latte of the season. Yeah. I bet you weren't ready for that news. Obviously went to Starbs, my favorite place. Uh, although they did spell my name wrong <laughs> again. They always forget the silent J, but today I'll forgive them. So let's uh, let's try it. Let's have our first pumpkin spice latte together. I don't feel good. Okay, so she was... This girl's annoying. Late to the game. Starbs. I'm going to start saying that. I was late to the game on Facebook. When did up? But when did we start caring about random people trying new coffees? Like, uh, who's spending time watching this? You are. Uh, it was in prep. See? Yeah. So, I was late to the UGG game. My mom has been on the UGG game for a while. Late to the fashion game. I still am. Man, I have no sense of fashion. And then I'm going to No, gonna say- you're very fashionable. <laughs> Don't let anybody tell you different. In my Fiat sweatshirt today <laughs> that I took from There's a big stain one. on it. Um, there is not. <laughs> it is. You can tell. You ate There is no stain. Don't do that to me. I have something somewhere fancy to go later. But In your Fiat sweatshirt. Also, The Bachelor. I've always wanted to get on the bachelor train but I never make it happen for myself so many girls are so cute and they have like little bachelor parties with wine I just never do that Uh, mine's usually just TV shows I got late on Breaking Bad and it became probably my favorite show of all time Yeah, I got late on Schitt's Creek and it's probably yes, my second did. favorite show of all time. Uh, and you know what I started rewatching at the gym yesterday mm. was Arrested Development. I was late on that, too. Yeah. And it is clearly the funniest show I have ever seen. I mean, yeah. beyond Seinfeld, beyond anything else. So, What about Curb? You into Curb? You got to get okay. into Curb. I, don't, I've never got into it. Like, I watch it and I understand it. Yeah. But I just, uh, some of it's too cheeky for me, man. Oh, I love it. Anyway, so what have you been late to the game to? Something that you kick yourself, you look back, you're like, why wasn't I with it? Go ahead and text that because that's what's trending. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.